What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your, be- live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a, the CEO and founder of Startup Science. He is a visionary leader, TEDx speaker, a connector. But not only that, he has level one autism, level five dyslexia. He's a savant and has synesthesia. Please welcome Gregory Shepard. Gregory, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. So you are definitely breaking barriers and breaking labels just by that introduction alone. Can you enlighten us? I don't know where to begin because that's a lot. Yeah, I think I'll just give you a quick story. So um, my uh, my parent, my dad was actually a priest and my mom was a nun. And then they left the church to foster and adopt children. Oh, and wow. then, so they adopted a bunch of kids of different nationalities. And those are my siblings. And then, um, I was, uh, autistic, you know, as a little kid and I got beat up a lot and, and stuff. So we lived in Oakland, which is, uh, at that time was like an active war zone. And then my, parents moved us to the mountains and got a piece of property and we lived in tents while we built our own house. Wow. Um, and, and then, um, I started like lots of little businesses, you know, through that whole time. And I had been diagnosed with autism when I was little, but my mom didn't want me to be labeled. So she didn't, um, let it happen. Um, but I was in special ed, you know, my whole life, I barely graduated from high school went to like seven high schools. They were trying to figure out what to do with me uh, because of the savant side of it. Sure. <laughs> so, um, oh. And what it is basically is uh, autism is basically you have, there's seven neurodivergent conditions and I have all seven of them. And that's what autism is. Yeah. And then dyslexia, my case, it's like um, uh, reading maybe while you're somebody shaking the page. Okay. Um, and then savant syndrome means that I have, I hate that they say syndrome, but it comes with it. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. I like but, the word savant because it means something, it's like special. Yeah. Good yeah. Way. Yeah. So if you saw Rain Man, um, yeah. the movie Rain Man, that's a savant. Okay. And we all have different things, minds, patterns. And then synesthesia means that I experience feelings through colors and I have thoughts that are like shapes. Okay. So, I see things like shapes in the sky. I used to think I was crazy when I was younger until I got diagnosed. And I was like, oh, I'm not crazy. That This is how some people think about things. <laughs> so despite all that, though, you've reached an incredible level of success. So I don't want to like really highlight too much of you. You go working through a lot of those issues. I kind of want to come to a point where you started really achieving success despite all those things. Yeah, I've built and sold uh, 12 companies. Uh, I've won uh, four private equity equity awards for transactions between 250 and a billion. Yeah, I sold two companies to eBay. I studied why, when, and how founders fail, and then wrote a book about that. Um, I've done TEDx talks. I mean, uh, you know, I built a school for for founders to to help founder founders not fail. Uh, because when I was in, I also went into politics and I was the chairman for congressional candidates. That's how I met Obama. Wow. Times. And, but I couldn't help with getting women and people of color into Congress as much as I wanted to. So what I did is I started a school for entrepreneurship 
to help out uh, people with, uh, you know, what I call it opportunity equality. Yeah. Because wealth equality is a product of opportunity equality. So I started this school and I give it away free to people. And now it powers like Harvard and Stanford and MIT and Columbia and all these universities that I could never get into actually. And, and, um, (laughs) and, and so that's all of those things. So I have a question for you. The people that have been labeled with things that you have and someone's listening to this and they're saying, no way, that's not possible. How is that possible for, for someone like yourself? You know, um, I'll tell you that I have, I have like crutches, right? Like I have a a special software on my phone, on my computer that reads to me um, and I speak to it and it helps me like, like you're a blind person. I use blind people software um, to help me out because everything is scrambled all the time. So, you know, and then I have, I hire people around me. I work with people that where I'm strong, I dominate and where they're strong and I'm weak, they fulfill for me. So it has to do with surrounding yourself by processes. It's really important to have processes. I have a huge amount of processes, processes and systems, and then people that help you in the areas that, you know, where a lot of people were not very good at everything, (laughs) you know, so. Oh, yeah, true. And that's a great, that's a great quality or skill of a good leader is someone that knows their weaknesses and hires people to fill in, in those roles, to support them to, you know, to really amplify their strengths. So, cause I, I'm I'm a former leader, I'm an executive leader. So I I know what that's like. I'm not strong at everything. I think that I am sometimes, but I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. And then I have, I have this thing, I, I call it basically, you know, you need a handful of things, five things, and there's one for each finger and it's, Focus, drive, enthusiasm, discipline, and optimism. So I sharpen those skills constantly so I can make up for the areas where, like wherever I'm weak, I apply a lot of consistent persistency and discipline. Okay. So, you know, like last year I swam a marathon and I have asthma. So, you know, I I just kept pushing and I just kept doing, going and going and uh, until no matter what it takes. And it's the same thing with everything. Yeah, I think actually my mom told me something. My mom was an amazing, wonderful person. And she told me one time that, you know, um, you know, the thing that's different about me is that I have uh, I'm okay with being uncomfortable and I'm okay with things being hard because things have always been hard for me. So for me, trying really hard and and having things be hard is normal, you know, so I think some people where things are easier, they have to get used to get used to it, you know? Oh, hi, it's your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. I'm here to share an exciting opportunity with you. I've recently partnered with securevpn.io. They specialize in protecting your online activity, such as transactions, your online searches, your privacy protection, and it protects you from any data leakage from hackers out there that have access to your information. So please click the link in bio and take advantage of the special opportunity with securevpn.io. Again, this is your host, Deanna Radulovsky with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. So how did you figure out the processes that worked for you to allow you to achieve your success? Did it take a lot of time or what was it like trial and error? What did that look like for you in your journey? I map everything out in algorithms. In fact, I even have like 
like this conversation has these little algorithms that we are going through. Okay. And which are mathematical processes. So, you know, I do that with my whole life. So I have things separated into categories. So like personal family, and then there's subcategories like health, wealth, you know, education, um, you know, things like that. And then even subcategories under that, like vocabulary or whatever. And so I have uh, things separated out and things I need to learn. And every year on my birthday, I make a list of all the things I want to master. And then I put reminders in my calendar to remind me about these things. I call them habits to keep and habits to break. And I have reminders that come up in my calendar that tell me what to do, when to do it and how to do it. And then I track all this stuff. Wow. So it's like a big spreadsheet. So for me, it's a lot because I have a lot of moving parts in my life. But, you know, do you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. And I think it's amazing. And what a great example of overcoming not only labels that you've society has put on you, right? Or doctors have put on you or something that you've just had to accept as a, a part of your life. You don't allow, you haven't allowed any of those things to hold you back and just to be an incredible human being and to accomplish all these things. Oh, well, that's, you're saying very kind things. And I appreciate that. Um, I believe that uh, one of the reasons why I did the TED talk was because I was trying to show people like, there's a lot of people out there like me that have been told they can't do anything or, right. you know, they told me I should go dig ditches and, and yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, uh, and, and so I think there's a lot of people out there that don't realize that we all have the same hardware. Mm -hmm. It's the software. And that is neuroplasticity, meaning we can change our software. Mm -hmm. It's just a process of learning. So if that's the case, we are AI. And what yeah. do you do with AI? You teach it. And then it learns from what it learns from what it learns and so on. So if you want to change your life, then you have to change your processes. Yeah. And that starts with understanding that you have the same hardware to begin with. And you're not, everybody has the same stuff to start out with. We don't have the same money and we don't have the same, you know, like for me, I don't have the academic skills that other people have, but they don't have things that I have. So you have to figure out what are the things that are your superpowers yeah. In autism with neurodivergent people, we call them our superpowers. Yeah. And whatever your superpowers are, you focus on those and then you don't think about the where you're weak, except for the fact that you understand where they are and you, you know, bridge it. You know what I mean? Does that, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm making sense. No, you're making total sense. Absolutely. Right. So what, tell us about your TEDx talk. What is it about? It's about uh, overcoming obstacles. It's about autism, but it's mostly about overcoming obstacles because you know, um, I mean, you know, I read it like a fourth grade level, you know, like when I'm at a restaurant, my wife has to read the menu to me, or I have a special thing I put over the, over the word so I can see only one word at a time. Okay. Um, and uh, it's, it, you know, so it's really hard, right? Sure. Um, but, uh, uh, and it's frustrating, it, really frustrating. Uh, but on an ongoing basis, you know, you, you focus on those things and yeah it's extra work and it's really hard and it's frustrating but that's the same for other people that have all kinds of things you know and you know you see somebody who is missing a leg and they have a wheelchair or a crutch right yeah and, but they get through their life you know exactly. somebody that's blind has a cane you know so if you have whatever it is going on in your life you have those things too so take okay. advantage of of that way of thinking you know yeah. 
for sure. I totally agree. I've had, I've had quite a few people on my show that are autistic. I actually, there's a, there's one girl in particular that it was sticks in my mind. It was a mother and daughter and the, the daughter suffered from autism and the mother was an advocate for her to, to really encourage her to chase her dreams and do what she wanted to do. And I really don't like this label of autism because I feel like people that have that, it's almost like a gift because they do have special skills that a lot of people that don't have that uh, um, they just, the other people like myself, I don't have those skills and it's just, uh, so for you to be on the show and talk about that openly and just acknowledge some of those things is just beautiful. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what basically, so the way it works is that savant, what that means is that we have areas that are, uh, genius or above gene, like Einstein was a savant, right? So, but then, so the way a spectrum works, I think this is the way, I, and so whenever I explain it, this is how I explain the autistic, autistic spectrum. Okay. Like imagine a, a, cray, a box of crayons. Yeah. And each crayon has a different color. And some of those crayons are taller than others. And the tall ones are where you're really good. And the short ones are where you're maybe not as good. So autism means you have them all. So they're not all equal though. Every autistic right. person have different lengths of crayons. Does that make sense? Oh, and yeah. each color of a crayon represents things like sensory and, you know, sensory is broken out into all of our senses, touch, taste, smell, yeah. you know, and everything. So savant syndrome is the same. It's like a spectrum. So sure. one thing some people are really incredible at, I have my mind that's really incredible. And then other areas it's low. And the problem comes in the distance between the two. Okay. So you have one area where you're functioning at a level in your brain that's so high and then I have to try to like break that down to something more linear, I okay. think in dimensions, you know, sure. and so it's very complicated and I have to like translate that and then, and I'm doing it now and tra translate and break it down to words, which are so insufficient for thought for, okay. especially somebody that's on the spectrum. Cause our thoughts are so much more dynamic and expansive and dimensional than like words, which are just linear. Right. One word yeah. in front of another. It's not, you can't do four words at the same time, you know, which yeah. is how I think. So what <laughs> are, you, what are your strengths? Um, uh, I'm, I'm really good at organization, but basically my savant, the, the big one is, um, pattern patterns. Okay. So I see patterns everywhere all the time and I can, because I see the patterns, I have the ability to understand how things function and once i understand how things function then i understand how to optimize them or break them or like disrupt things you know in business um because i can see the holes in between yeah like when people are looking at a fence and and you know there's the little space in between the fence right sure. between the boards yeah. and everybody sees the fence but i see what's in between i don't even see the fence most of the time because it just doesn't matter to me. I want to know what's behind it. So right. it that allows me to see things in a different way than other people. So that's an advantage because if everybody's seeing one thing and you're seeing the same thing differently, you automatically have an advantage. For sure. I love that. I think that's amazing. That's a very special skill set to have. Can you give us an example where it has helped you in your business acumen that you some of your successes or just give us one example of a success where that has um allowed you to arise above yeah so i can tell you like right now i'm working you know i have this uh startup science which is the school for yes. startups right that i license to universities and i license to 
you know, accelerators and, and all that stuff. And what I noticed when I looked at the whole startup ecosystem was all these fragmented parts, like a, like a galaxy yeah. and the center of a galaxy is gravity and the gravity is the founders and all the little pieces, which are these sub solar systems, uh, which would be like a solar system, like our sun and our moons and our planets that rotate around ours is like a section of the solar system. Sure. But I see the whole galaxy, right? So because I see that, I can figure out how to optimize and how to take advantage of the, of the whole thing holistically. Okay. So in the case of startups, I saw like investors are part of it. And I saw founders and mentors and banks and people trying to sell software to them. And all of these little components all fragmented and broken out. But really, they're all part of one ecosystem. In other words, one galaxy. And so all I have to do is put the gravity in the center and suck them all in like our like our uh, our our galaxy rotates sure. around the supermassive black hole. Right. So it's it's that that is an example of something that I see that's broken little fragments, but they all should be connected. You know, just like the idea of you know if you're trying to deal with equality yeah. in, the, in the world, right? And you see inequality, then you have to dig down and see the whole ecosystem, the whole galaxy of inequality. And what you see with that is it starts out with lack of education and then it moves up from there, right? And it starts out from this, from generation to generation, generation, right? So yeah. I have uh, siblings of different nationalities. So if you look at like black people as an example, um, and you think about the fact that just 200 years ago, these people were let loose with nothing, less than nothing. Yeah. Uh, and they said, here, you're free and gave them nothing. And they right. had to start with nothing, zero, less than nothing. And then racism continues even still to this day. Well, it's no wonder, right? Versus if you look at white people that came here from uh, for the up until 19, I think it was 1970, the United States wasn't letting anybody in this country that wasn't white from Europe. So those people were granted land. So they were started with something and that right. grew because the people with and the people without were looked at differently. So this is an example of seeing something from the pieces. And then understanding the trail that led to where we are now in multiple situations, founder failure, politics, sure. uh, inequality, all of that stuff, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just not making No, sense. no, no. You're making total sense. Stop, stop, stop. Don't. You're making perfect sense. So your startup science, this is perfect for who, who would be, who would it help? If you're trying to start a business where you're raising cash and, you know, trying to get off the ground, that's what we built it for. Um, and it's free. It's got all these micro learning cl uh, classes so people can go in and take it free. We have 180,000 investors in there. Wow. Um, there's, I mean, it's a, it's everything in the startup ecosystem and, uh, I give it away because it's, it, it, you know, if you can't afford to go to school or if you're like me and you're neurodivergent and you can't, we set it up with watch, listen, read and experience. So it has all the different ways people learn and, um, you can get in there free, you know, okay. and then you could get yourself going. Um, but that, that's why I did it, you know, was to, to try to, I felt bad, you know, I had, I sold this one company to eBay and I was the chief strategy officer for eBay enterprise and then the chief technology officer. And during that time frame, I first exited and I had, I bought a Ferrari and I bought a Bentley and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And I was driving around and I just, uh, felt like such a ass. Uh, I was, you know, um, Feeling like the way that, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, I was driving around and I was seeing people around me that looked like my family, 
yeah. um, when I was growing up and I felt like it was making them feel bad. Mm. So yeah. I sold everything. I gave the money away and, um, and now I just drive a Dodge truck. There you go. If that makes you happy and that's that's more purposeful for your life, that makes sense. Um, Gregory, I love this conversation. I think I have questions for days. Where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more? So uh, my website is gregoryshepherd.com. It's S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Um, and then it's got all the stuff on there if you want it, if anybody cares. And then if you want, on that same website, there's a link that says visionaries. And if you click on that, That'll give you access to the platform um, for free. And uh, I appreciate you um, talking to me. I feel really special that you want to talk to me and that people even want to listen. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It was a total pleasure. Um, and I actually am going to introduce you to um, Devin Weeders. She has got a, um, a a podcast called Wheel With It Pod. And she, I think you would love to, to meet with her. She was on the show, actually. But actually, this is the part of the show I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. Gregory, what are you going to leave with us today? I think that you need to know as a human being that you are capable of way more than you even think you're pos that's possible. But you don't know until you do it. Yeah. You know, um, I was sitting at the end of a boat last week looking at sharks swimming underneath me. And I jumped in the water without a cage. And wow. I jumped in the water and I swam with these sharks. And it's one of my biggest fears. And I, and I did that so I could push myself past it. And if you do that on an ongoing basis, you learn that, you, that these things are really just your blocking your own self. Yeah. You know, that would be, sorry, I don't have like any fancy word. Oh, no, that's beautiful. My husband actually would love to do what you just, what you did last week. Uh, that is actually one of my biggest fears. I'm a, definitely afraid of sharks, but um, I agree. We have to push past those limits that are, that we have in our minds because we are capable of so much more than we think what any, we are capable of so much more than what any other, anybody else thinks that we are capable of. Right. And so I think your story is beautiful and you're a great example of what is possible and the things that you have done despite some of what might people might think limiting um, tools in your chest have actually, you are successful because of them. So Gregory, thank you so much for sharing your story and for all the work that you're doing in the world. We appreciate you and just love you to death. Oh, well, namaste. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, you guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.